You're listening to the Faith Roots Audio Podcast with Pastor Willie George. You can watch the full video version of this episode and join the conversation with your comments on the Faith Roots YouTube channel. Simply search Faith Roots on YouTube and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Now, here's Pastor Willie George with today's message. Hello, I'm Willie George. I want to welcome you to our study today on the book of Psalms. And in this particular lesson, we're dealing with Psalm 1. In fact, we're going to wrap it up today. And by the way, I have to apologize because I only spent five lessons on Psalm 1. We could have spent 30. I mean, it's that good. It's that rich. And they're all like that. And they explode. But this one in particular is just amazing. So let me read it to you again. Start to finish. Psalm 1, 1. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Remember what I said the first lesson on this. Blessed is that man. One among a thousand. This is a special person. Blessed is that man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But His delight is in the law of the Lord, not the experiences. It's the law that he delights in, the word. And in his law does he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, and that's in a garden, by the way, not in the wilderness, that brings forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. So he is going to succeed in his prosperity and his blessing is eternal. It's not just material stuff for this day, this age. It is eternal. Even his material stuff becomes eternal because he's learned how to use his money to be a blessing to others. The ungodly, they're not so. They're like the chaff which the wind drives away. Now, I want you to think about that. The chaff is part of the plant. And so the idea here is that the godly are the good fruit of the wheat, and the ungodly are right there next to the good part of the wheat. So these people are all around us. They're connected to us. They're near us, but they're still chaff. And they could have been a good part of the wheat, but they chose to be the chaff. And they're easily blown away. No substance to them. They don't last. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. Now there's some prophetic implications here, meaning that these people are not resurrected with the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. So the idea here is that uh, these people may seem to prosper, and that chaff grows right along with the wheat, and it continues to flourish and so forth. Looks like it's going to be something, but then when the time of harvest comes, boom, it's separated. Now, for those of you who get torn up by looking at all of the knotheads in this world and those people that uh, do the wrong things and seem to get by with it and they seem to prosper, sometimes they're very wealthy, sometimes they're very famous, they seem to have everything that we would like to have Listen to what David had to say about them. This is Psalm 37 and verse 1. Fret not thyself because of evildoers, neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity. Don't ever wish you could trade places with them. For they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. Wow. What it means is there is a time when these people seem to be able 
to get by with every wicked thing they choose to do, and they, d- they get rewarded for it. They drive nicer cars than we do, live in a nicer home than we do. You, you see this and you think, wow, this isn't fair. But the Bible says don't envy them. They are going to be cut down. They will not last. Now, if you look at people like this all the time, all you're going to do is be discouraged. I want you to listen to what the Scripture says here. In the Psalms, in verse uh, in cha- chapter ninety-two, verse five, how great are your works, O Lord! How profound your thoughts! The senseless man does not know; fools do not understand that the thoughts that though the wicked spring up like grass, and all evil doers flourish, they will forever be destroyed. But you, O Lord, are exalted forever. For surely your enemies, O Lord, surely your enemies will perish and all evildoers will be scattered. So David is saying here, don't let it get under your skin that everywhere you look, wicked people seem to be coming out on top and they seem to be doing well. They seem to be prospering. They seem to be rewarded for what it is that they do. And you think it's not fair because I'm over here struggling. I know people that are righteous that are struggling. We're not receiving those blessings, but the Bible says don't envy those people because you're looking with a short stick. I always tell people, always measure with a long stick. You know, you can take a a, a board that actually is crooked, but if you take one of these little small levels and put it on a certain part of that board, it'll tell you that that whole board is level when it's not. It's because you're measuring with a short level. You need to learn to measure with a long level. Measure with the long level. I'm looking at the outcome. I've learned this in ministry. I've been in ministry for right at 50 years now. And one of the things I've learned, it's, it's not how well someone does in 5 years, 10 years, even 20 years. It's, it's how do you do through the whole of your ministry and, and, and really to me... How do you affect the next generation? What kind of success is there in the next generation? Do you see people coming in up under you, blessed and and with the same commitments and the same passion for God that you had? I was um, in our church here a while back. I had to go down for some business, and I was looking for the business administrator. And and she was not in her office, so I assumed maybe she was in a staff meeting. She wasn't. But I went over to where... Uh, my son's team and all of his people were in the staff meeting and kind of stuck my head in the door. And they said, come on in, come on in, Dad, come on in. And so even though I knew I was interrupting, they still wanted me to come in. I went in there looking for the minister. She wasn't there. But uh, anyway, I went in and they said, what's going on? Well, I told them a little bit of what's going on. I said, what's going on with you guys? And they're giving me good reports. And there are about eight or ten of them sitting around the table. And I, I had to go. So I, I left after just a few minutes. And as I was walking... Back over to the business administrator, I realized just how much of a load that they had taken from me. They were all over there running the church, running it, and they were doing a marvelous job. And, and they, they had taken all the financial load. They'd taken on all the administrative load. And I, I, and I thought, here I am. I'm so free from the load I used to carry that most of the time today I get to study and don't have to spend all that time administrating. And I, then I looked back at them and I thought, you know, who, who are those guys? They're all the teenagers that I reached in 1995. They're all the kids who were part of my original 180 mission, all the way around the table. A couple of exceptions, but mostly 180 teenagers. 
And I thought back about that, and I thought, you know what? At the time, I thought I was saving them. And boy, was I wrong. I didn't realize that the people I saved would someday save me. I, I thought about the gift that they've given to me and what they have become to me. And in the early days, I thought about the burden and the money, and I had to cut lots of things that we were doing so I could afford to reach them. But boy, was it ever a good decision. And so what I want you to see is if you're going to walk with God, you got to measure, measure with a long stick. Now I want you to listen to this psalm, and I'm going to close with this one. This is one of the most important things that you'll ever hear. Psalm 126, 6. He that goes forth and weepeth. Meaning there are times when we minister and it's not fun and you're ministering with a broken heart. Maybe you've been betrayed. Maybe you're disappointed. Maybe the goal didn't come as quickly. You didn't reach it as quickly as you wanted to. Maybe... Uh, it was a little tougher than you thought it was going to be. He that goeth forth and weepeth. I'm telling you, there are lots of times when we go forth and we had all kinds of anticipation about how great it was going to be, but it didn't turn out that way immediately. He that goeth forth and weepeth, and here are the key words, bearing precious seed. That's the key. If you are bearing precious seed, you will succeed. If all you do is going forth and weeping and you forget the importance of the seed, you won't have a great harvest. But if you remember that everything that you're doing, everything you're about, even if it's just putting a home together and raising kids, the whole mission of your home is to bear seed. I'm planting seed in my children in my little grandchildren. That's my mission. I'm planting seed in them. He that goeth forth and weepeth, even when it isn't doing well, bearing precious seed, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. Meaning that there will be times when you and I do not see big booms and explosions, but that doesn't mean we're not making a difference. You continue to bear that seed. And that's where the payback comes because it will come up. God said about his word in Isaiah 55, his word will not return to him void. It will accomplish what he sends it to do. So when you know that, you know you're going to succeed. And that's why you're like the tree in the book of Psalms chapter 1. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Thank you for joining me on this series, and next month we're going to kick off a new one. I'll see you then. We hope this message has been a blessing to you. Ratings and reviews help us reach more people, so take a moment to leave a review on your podcast app and consider sharing an episode with a friend or family member that needs to be built up and encouraged in the Lord today. Thank you for listening.